Wouldn't it be amazing if we could start every day listening to Don Yeager's voice? Calm, reassuring, and yet full of energy and vibrancy and conviction. Maybe some of that comes from him being a survivor of such a horrific cancer ordeal. Just sitting here listening to what he had to say and trying to imagine what it would feel like to be in a lead-lined room, absolute silence, for three full days, bombarded by radiation. A very prioritizing experience. And the thing that was so impressive about that is at that time that he spent absolutely alone, and for a people person, that must have been doubly agonizing, plus the uncertainty of not knowing what was going to happen in the outcome. Caused him to really rethink, focus, redirect, reflect on his life. And maybe that's why he is, in his own words, just crazy positive. I liked the terminology a lot that Don uses, not surprising from such an effective writer. But when I talked about brick walls, he called them derailings. The train is still on the track. It's just been derailed, and we've got to move it further and get back on it. Uh, he says, these occur in the lives of everyone who has ever been successful. I take great encouragement from that. It's so easy to get inward when we're faced with a tremendous obstacle and say, oh, boy, why is this happening to me? Nobody deals with this. But Don says they occur in the lives of everyone who's ever been successful. I'm going to adopt a version of that 24-hour rule. Uh, he said great athletes follow that. He's learned to follow it. And what's workable about that to me is that Don gives himself time to absorb the pain, to absorb the setback, to experience the setback all the way up to 24 hours. And then at that point, he draws a line under it. He closes that off. It's a new day. It's a new experience. It's a new time. In other words, sometimes when we're faced with setbacks, it's easy to say, oh, it's no problem. It's no problem. It's no problem. Kind of like the Black Knight approach in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, it's just a flesh wound. Uh, no, sometimes it's more than a flesh wound. And we've got to take a minute to just absorb that, breathe, rethink, say even, oh, man, mm. But then we got to draw a line under it and move forward. And moving forward is such an important thing. Finding a way to reframe our minds and then say to ourselves, next play, next play. Because we can't live in the past. We can only focus on what we do in the, in the future. He is obviously a student of what successful people share with others. The University of Florida women's soccer coach basically reminding the team, look, if a teammate of yours messed up, what would you say to them? You wouldn't chew them out, beat them up. You'd make them feel better about themselves. So let's do the same things for ourselves, which is so good. So his mindset is very, very clear. And that is that something may not be playing out right now, but it's going to play out as it should in the future if we work really hard for that. Because these tremendous people have entrusted their stories to Don to put them into print and to share with them, uh, that's why I asked him about trust. And it was interesting because he said, just don't try to equate ourselves with the people we're talking to. And how true that is. Think how many times we've been in the yeah, but. Oh, yeah, you did that. Yeah, but let me tell you what I did. And the one-upsmanship and the, okay, are you finished talking yet? Because now I want to talk. Uh, but instead, just being authentic. No, no attempt to try to say, oh, yeah, well, that happened to me once. Really powerful. And then also the humility and a sense of gratitude. Those are universal languages. And I think it because one of Don's mantras is he says over and over, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Uh, what do you say to somebody when they're down? Get with other people. Look for inspiration. Work with your self-talk. He talked about the beast of despair. Don't feed that beast. See things differently. Get with people that don't add to the agony. Get with people that can help you see things in a different perspective because it's so important. His childhood memory of empty cabinets, of, of there not really being enough to eat, of, of his father struggling to find work, 
for him, it drove him forward. It drove him with, I guess what Napoleon Hills calls inspirational dissatisfaction. I, I don't ever want to be in that situation. And so I'm going to push really hard through inspiration to get there where we want to be and a commitment to that lifelong learning, which is such a powerful thing. Don is a deep thinker, clearly, and he learns from those around him. I believe that even though he's written these books that have become amazing, he has interviewed and been mentored in ways that enable him to become a greater contributor. And he is a net contributor to goodness in the world. I look forward to listening to that presentation again, and hopefully one day getting the opportunity to hear Don in person and maybe meet him. So a lot of inspiration from this. Uh, let's work ourselves, talking to ourselves differently. And remember, saying always to ourselves the good things that we would say to a teammate when they have a setback and treat ourselves just as well as we can. 